Greetings, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven. Today is a special edition of My Sunday Prayer Letters with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there will be something here in this show, in this episode, that you are able to use in your life and the life of your family and the life of your friends and in the lives of people you haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, my friend, are we ready? Let's get started. This is episode number 36, number 36, and is titled, Founded Upon a Rock, R-O-C-K, Rock. It's found in Luke 6:48. In the King James Version, I'll read it to you. He is like a man which built a house and digged deep, and laid the foundation on a rock, and when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. My goodness, what a great verse that is. Uh, this is John Shuck again. I'm speaking from Boulder, Colorado, here in the United States of America. God bless America. Lord, I just thank you that you're blessing this great country and all the countries that are listening to this podcast I just checked a few days ago, and there was 21 different countries listening to this podcast. I can hardly believe it, but praise God for every person listening in Jesus' name. Today's show, as I mentioned, is a special edition. It's based on my Sunday prayer letter. And if you're not receiving my letter via email, simply go to my website or go to, you know, uh, let me say, let me go to uh, my website. Let's see, that would be... (laughs) (laughs) That would be johnshuck.org, J-O-H-N-C-H-O-Q-U-E.org, J-O-H-N-C-H-O-Q-U-E.org. It's a French-Belgium name, and today is kind of like where I, I, every Sunday I mail out a letter to everyone on my prayer list, and recently I started using my letter as a script to my podcast, to a special edition that's just focused on the letter. And I'm not really teaching, I'm just basically reading the letter and maybe putting a little emphasis here and there as I read the letter. And I get lots of feedback from people who have read my letter, some good feedback and some not so good feedback, but either way, it's feedback and it gives me a chance to uh, share the Word of God with people that I don't know, and those who I do know. I'm surprised at what's going on. The Lord is really, truly moving in the ministry. And uh, so, enough of that. Let's get started in the letter. It starts off with greetings, my dear friend. When we pray, or rather, when I pray, either way, it's as if we are digging deep into our spirit. And this is only when we are in the spirit, praying in the spirit, and praying with faith, all in the name of Jesus Christ. Our prayers can be founded upon a rock. Our ministry can be founded upon a rock. Our life can be founded upon a rock. And our eternal destiny can be assured by being in the rock of our salvation. And friend, if you don't have that assurance that if you were to die tonight, that you most definitely know in your heart that you'd go straight to heaven. If you don't know that for a fact, it's a simple act of believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in the story of what he did, God coming to earth and 
dying for our sins and covering our sins with the blood of Jesus, purchasing us by his blood. You can read the whole story in the Bible. It's kind of like wraps up in the verse in John three sixteen: For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So the key is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you can say something like, you know, what I said 46, 47 years ago. <laughs> Been saved ever since, haven't backslidden, haven't turned away, just still serving the Lord. And I said something like this. In fact, these are the exact words I said. I said, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. That's what I said, my friend. And Jesus came and delivered me from drug addiction, delivered me from lots and lots and lots of problems, and set me on a path that has never stopped. And he has truly been the rock of my salvation. And that is John Shuck speaking. <laughs> Going on with the letter here, it's in 2 Samuel twenty-two forty-seven. The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. Psalm eighty-nine twenty-six says, He shall cry unto me, Thou art my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. That's what I did. I was crying out to the Lord because I was so hooked on the drug addiction part. I lost my will so deeply I could not say no to drugs. <laughs> That's a silly phrase, isn't it? Say no to drugs. That's so idiotic. Because <laughs> when you're hooked on drugs, you just can't say, oh, no to drugs. You need a special, special, special deliverance. You need to get set free from those drugs. You need to get set free from all the, oh boy. As I was just talking, I just saw all the sins of the world and it just made me stop because it's not the point of this letter. <laughs> so, let me go on. Rock is a key word here in the Holy Bible, authorized King James Version. Rock is an important title also used for our Savior, Jesus Christ. The verse that continues to come to me and has for many years is this verse that today's Sunday prayer letter is written from, namely Luke 6.48. And I started my day off today especially when I sat down with my morning coffee to have my, you know, my usual prayer meeting with God, what I call it. And I started off by mentioning your name to God, along with the other names on my growing prayer list. And I love it. I absolutely love it. That is just such a special time with me. I'm just so happy that the Lord is giving this type of ministry to me. And it's something special. That happens to me when I mention your name and lift you up to the Lord in prayer. It's difficult to put into words, but as I was asking the Lord for help, it's as if he said to me something like, look at it like you dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. Of course, I recognize this verse, and I've read it and studied it often. It's Luke 6.48. That's what this prayer letter is written on. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to read it again. Luke 6, 48. He is like a man which built a house and digged deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house, 
and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. I'm sort of laughing to myself right now because I'm trying to write this letter and make it super scriptural and, you know, real spiritual. (laughs) But, you know, I'm a trucker. I've been trucking for 40 years, just retired recently, and I, I don't really talk religiously. I don't talk like most preachers and ministers because I've always preached on the street. I've always been a street preacher. I mean, I've worked in churches, about four or five different churches, and I've all, you know, I've done that kind of stuff. But even there in the churches, it was always kind of a street preaching style. And that's just the way uh, the Holy Ghost has taught me to minister. Of course, all is founded upon the rock of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? You know, the first mention of an uppercase letter R is in the Old Testament. It's in Deuteronomy 32.4. He is the rock. His work is perfect, for all his ways are judgment. A God of truth and without iniquity. Just and right is he. Wow, isn't that beautiful? Actually, I counted it five times in this book, in Deuteronomy, this book here, Deuteronomy. Five times the the word rock was mentioned, or the title rock, or the word rock was mentioned. Like, look at this one in Deuteronomy 32, 31. For their rock, that's a little case, a lowercase r, their rock is not as our rock, which is an uppercase rock. Okay? Even their rock is not our rock, even our enemies themselves being judges. Now, you're on the podcast, but if you read my letter, you'll notice that rock is in lowercase and the other rock is in uppercase. You know, something to think about and ask the comforter to teach what this means. Amen. When we dig deep to lay the foundation on a rock, as per Luke 6.48, we do this by going into the Word of God and digging deep into His Word, along with the Comforter teaching us all things about Jesus Christ, as per John 14.26, which says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Now, this is Jesus Christ himself, while he was manifest in the flesh, speaking of a latter event that will happen. And this happened. (laughs) It actually did. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, this is in the verses of Acts chapter 2, and it continues throughout the New Testament. Just as Jesus said. Pretty cool, huh? He's a man of his word. (laughs) I love Jesus. So going back to our verse in Luke, you know, Luke 6.48, I'll read it again. He is like a man which built a house and digged deep, laid the foundation on a rock, and when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house. And could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. Sort of like this. It's built on, built a house, dig deep, laid the foundation on a rock. When the flood arose, 
The stream beat vehemently upon that house, could not shake it. It was founded upon a rock. Hmm, interesting. I suppose, I suppose, my friend, if we could spend the next seven weeks just on these seven items found in this one verse, I think I could find probably several more things to ponder on in this verse. But let's, let's look at this. In fact, we could probably chain reference the entire Word of God to this single verse, or maybe this single story or parable. What do you think? <laughs> you know, oftentimes the best way to study a verse or study our enemy is to study the opposite. Take, for example, the next verse in line in the book of Luke. It's Luke 6, 49. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth, against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Whew, my goodness, can you see the difference? These two verses also point back to verse 47 or maybe 46 where it begins. And that's uh, Luke 6, 46 and 47. I'll read it again to you. And just a second here. I'm going to take a quick sip of tea. Mm. I got Trader Joe's. No, I've got um, Celestial Seasonings Ginger Tea. Oh, man, it is so good. So good. Because it's snowing outside in Colorado. Or it was an hour ago. Anyways. Can you see the difference? These two verses also point back to verse 47, or maybe 46, where it begins. Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me, and heareth my sayings, and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. Whoa. Now that's Jesus teaching. And he's going to go on and teach in verse 48 and 49, and it is pretty amazing. That's what this whole letter is about. Even as I'm writing and praying and pondering the words that I'm writing and speaking on the show, I keep thinking about the single word, digged. Yeah, isn't that funny? Just that one word, digged. This is where I actually see the problem. And I, I hear a lot of people say, what do you mean? Because... I kind of bring up this verse occasionally, and of course, in my life, I think about it all the time because it's somehow the word digged, especially digged deep, the word deep, that just, I don't know what it is, but something about digging deep, it just really does something to me. And um, I don't know, I don't know, it's just something special going on there. Well, you know, as I've been such a, you know, a long time in this way of ministry and walking with the Lord, I see and hear a usual storyline. And let me preface this just for a moment. This storyline that I hear people say is, is not in churches. I mean, it is sort of, but not really. Because people who go to church have learned to kind of cover themselves over and make, them look, make themselves look really... Um, really churchy and very religious and very spiritual when they're in church. But, you know, get them away from church on a Monday through Friday or a Saturday, and, you know, you'll see a, you'll kind of see a different person. Not always. I'm, this is a blanket statement, 
but you know, I, I said, like I said, I've been around this thing for like 46 years. You know, I'm I'm 40, I'm 66. I started when I was 20. That's like 46 years. I mean, that's a long time. And and I, I've always been walking with the Lord. I've never turned my back or gone a different way or quit him or or said, you know, I've I've just never stopped. I mean, day in and day out for 46 years. That's a long marriage. <laughs> How about that marriage? That's a long marriage. And so in those type of lengthy marriages, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs, but there's a lot of relationship building. You get to become, you look at people who have been married for 46 years, don't they kind of look alike? Well, you know, if I look at myself in the spiritual mirror of life, it's almost like I can see Jesus, when I look at myself, I see Jesus. When I see Jesus, I see me. I mean, I am putting on the Lord Jesus Christ daily, daily, daily put on the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, um, my mind kind of goes into different places because that's how I start my street preaching. I put on the Lord Jesus Christ. I put on the armor of light. I put on the whole armor of light. And I just go into a prayer before I start preaching. It just invigorates me because the Spirit of God just fills me to overflowing. And I can preach boldly the, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ because Preacher John is not ashamed of the gospel of Christ in no way. No way. Satan may battle me and buffet me and, and fight against me, but he's not going to win. He's not going to win. The gospel of Jesus Christ is going to win. And uh, I'll go on. <laughs> I love these podcasts. I love these shows. It just helps me bring stuff inside me out. And I hope you enjoying it too. I'll go to the next paragraph. I just read it actually. It says, well, I've seen, I've seen and hear the storyline. And here's some quotes that I've actually heard. Uh, preacher, I'm just too busy to read the Bible. Or, you know, I'm too shy to tell others about eternal life. Or, I'm too involved with friends in college to get serious about God. Or, I'm too entrenched in my career to even think about doing anything for God. Or, you know, I'm just not into that kind of stuff. Or, not right now, maybe later. Or, and it, you know, it goes on and on and on. Excuse after excuse after excuse. It, 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 as an evangelist and as a preacher, as a missionary, it breaks my heart. But it will not stop me. I will go out and preach tomorrow. This is Saturday. And that's when I'm recording this. This will go out Sunday morning. And I will hit the streets tomorrow. I've repaired my banner. Hallelujah. Last Sunday, a small twister came out of the air and, and busted my banner, my aluminum pole, completely in half tore the banner a little bit, and shook me all around. But I just yelled out. I said, Satan, you're not going to win. Boy, it got me fired up. I was so angry, you know. I just, it, it just, it was just too much, you know. I tried preaching in that wind, a heavy wind last Sunday, but it was just more than I could do. So finally I said, Lord, I, I'm going home. I rolled up my <laughs> my busted up banner and my busted up pole and just rolled it all up and it came home and it's taken me all week to get it fixed but it's fixed my friend i'm so excited tomorrow we'll out we'll be out there again preaching the gospel of jesus christ at 28th and pearl 
near the Target store here in Boulder. If you're around, if you're listening to this, man, come on out, intercede for the others, hold the banner if you want to. I got another banner coming that'll be just as great, and we'll have two banners lifted up, preaching Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. And uh, I'm excited. And <laughs> let me just go on with my letter here, okay? Enough of that. All these different sidebars. Okay, you know, the wisdom, the wisdom of this world is just not going to make it. It's not. Listen to this in 1 Corinthians 3, 18 through 21. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. Whoa. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness, And again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. Ooh, man, that's 1 Corinthians 3, 18 through 21. You know, you can re-listen to these podcasts and pick up all these verses because, you know, I throw out probably a dozen verses or more or less. I mean, it's quite a few verses because, you know, this is, this podcast, these Sunday letters are founded upon the Word of God. They're not founded on my my thoughts and my stories and, and the world's stories and, and things that have nothing to do with the Word of God. No, it's stories in the Word of God. So study, my friend, study the Word of God. You're going to great good things are going to come out of that, you know? So, you know, as I was uh, rereading over my letter, and I had this feeling like I need to apologize for being so direct or, you know, maybe pushy. I, I, I'm just excited about what God is doing and what everyone should be doing. Get involved with all the things that God is doing. You know, a great place to start is simply studying the Holy Bible. And then secondly, praying to the author and finisher of our faith, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's Hebrews 12, 12, verse 2. When we do these two things, reading the book and praying to the author, when we do these two things on a consistent basis, Good things happen. Good things happen. I desire good things for you, my friend, as it is written. It's written. How much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? That's Matthew seven eleven. And in another place it says, Christ being come, a high priest of good things to come. Whoa, that's in Hebrews nine eleven. Man, God is a good God. He's not what you think he is. He's a good guy. He's a good God. Amen. So I also suppose that one of these two things come about. Not you, my friend, but the other guy behind you. (laughs) But someone you may know or will meet. Now, this is an important message. Listen up. It's in Luke 16, 25. And I'm only going to pull out this one verse. Now, there's the verses above it and the verses below it because it's a little bit of a story, but it's not the context of this letter. But I want to put it here and say it because it's important. It's an important message. Let me read it to you. 
But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things? But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Whoa. That's Luke 16.25. That's, that's something. You know, God's word is so overflowing with goodness and mercy and truth. Take a deep, long drink of this water that is flowing from this rock. It will refresh you. And now take a cup of water to someone that you know or someone you don't know and give them this water. Amen? Amen? Yeah, amen. Have a beautiful day in Jesus, my friend. Dig deep in my friend. Dig deep, dig deep, dig deep. And I have to sign my letter signed in the love, in love with the rock of my salvation, J.C. I have four verses at the bottom of my letter. Psalm 62, 2. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. 1 Corinthians 10, 4. And did all drink the spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. 1 Timothy 6.19, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. And in James 1.22, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. And folks, this is my Sunday prayer letter written Saturday, December 14th, 2019 at 4.17 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. This is John Shuck, street preacher, church builder, pastor, missionary. I can be found at johnshuck.org. That's J-O-H-N-C-H-O-Q-U-E.org. God bless you, my friend, and have a wonderful day drinking that great, great water from that wonderful rock. Our Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you.